Blog Talk Radio. Just why? Don't believe me. Just why? Don't believe me. Just why? Don't believe me. Just why? 
Well, hello, everyone. This is your girl, Dulce Diva, and I would like to welcome you to another His and Hers Friday night. This is a very, very anticipated show. Uh, We have some crazy questions, and I'm ready to get the show on the boat. But, of course, I don't do this on my own. If you are tuning in for the first time, it is a crew of girls and guys getting together, talking about life, talking about relationships, and talking about all kinds of situations. So I am joined by the one and only, the CEO himself, Poetry. Good evening, everybody, and happy His and Hers Friday. It is Obama approved, as always. I hope everybody had a great weekend and a great week and are ready for a great, I'm already thinking about the weekend, are ready for a great weekend, and let's get the show on the road. Somebody is way prepared for the weekend. Of course, we are joined by the other gentleman, the bishop, Bishop Betty Kang. How you doing, sir? I am well. Uh, I, myself, am looking forward to the weekend. Just some rest and relaxation. Just relax. I get to relax. <laughs> oh, okie dokie. Well, and of course, we have the other young lady that is with us tonight, besides myself. She is the queen of craziness, the miss, the miss who does the ratchet stuff and shares very, very frequently. Free, how are you? How are you, boo? Hey. Hey. I'm good. I'm good. Nothing to complain about. It's been a great Okay. That's always good when no complaints are, uh, you know, in the midst. Uh, that's always a great, a good thing. So let's get it on and popping because we have a lot of stuff for tonight. So if you are on the air, if you're on, on the web, uh, if you'd like to follow the questions, please, if you haven't already done so and joined the forum, go to facebook.com, do a search for CSOTS Presents Collective Insights, and that's where you will see all of the questions we're talking about. Just hit an add button, and one of us is going to add you post-haste. You can also call in 347-215-8558 and press 1, and we'll get you on the air live with all of us amazing, wonderful people. You can also join the chat room if uh, you have a Block Talk free account. You can participate. Otherwise, you can just read along uh, if you are just a guest. But first question, let's get prepared, guys. It reads, whenever I meet someone or go out with someone, whether I met him in real life or off the net, I look up their information and or send a photo and number to a friend or two just in case I turn up missing. I started doing this because a few years back, I was dating a guy who said he was going to court for DWI charges. I was a lot younger and naive, but once his final court date hit, I learned he went to prison for capital murder. Am I doing too much? Would you do the same? Does anyone currently do the same when they meet someone new? I also did this to weed out sex offenders because I've run into a couple of those too. 
you would be surprised is what I've come up with since I started doing this. What are your thoughts? Um, I don't think that she's, like, crazy or anything at all. I think it's very uh, wise, especially as a woman out here, to know, have a little idea who you're getting ready to sit down with. Because, like, this world is full of full of crazy happenings all the time. So I, I don't think there's anything wrong with it, especially when I meet a new person. I have I have a go-to person. I let know who I'm meeting, where I'm supposed to be meeting them at in case anything crazy happens because the police need a lead. They need a lead. So <laughs> I think I think it's very wise of her to take her, her life into serious consideration and being informed and prepared for, you know, these meetups with people. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Um, in the age that we live in, you know, the age where a whole lot of craziness is happening with people meeting people off the Internet, some good craziness, some bad craziness, you can never be too prepared. We live in an age where everyone is accessible within a click from each other. And just as accessible it is to get in contact with them people, it's just as accessible to create this facade of something. So doing a little digging and doing a little background research, I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. Having said that, it might be a little bit easier to just ask that person also, but if you're not satisfied with their answers, there's nothing wrong with going that extra step just to see. Well, you know, that person said that they were going for DWI and they went to prison for capital murder, so. I'm, I'm, not, saying, <laughs> I'm not saying the person is right. going to be 100% truthful, but, you know, at least give them the chance to be truthful. You, you never know. Right. Might, people, some people might surprise you. True, true. I think it's, it's, I think it's smart of her to do that just because, like she said, you know, you never know um, if she turns up missing because there's so much craziness out in the world these days. And it, it's... Just as a precaution, I don't think she does it. It's not like she's, she's you know, giving it to, like, five or six people. You know, she's got one or two people, you know, as her backup plan. I think that's a good, that's a good, uh, that's a good plan. Eddie? Uh, I think it's just a clear-cut, con- you know, consensus. That's pretty much it. I don't see anything wrong with it. Um, it's just. She's protecting herself. And you can, I can, you can never be mad at somebody for protecting themselves and wanting to preserve their life. Life is precious, and pretty much, you know, you you, you value your life. There's nothing wrong with the fact what, you know, want to make sure the same fact the person that you're getting ready to go meet or whatever the case may be is who they say they are. Word. I, I can do that. I can. I can I definitely like do that. Like okay. Yeah. I hope she's got a taser too with her. Some pepper spray or something. I hope she has something with her. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. I. You know. Oh. I was hoping you didn't go almond joy on us real quick with the taser because you know how she gets. But anyway. Um. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, all right. So, next question. Do you agree that a marriage license should be just like a driver's license? It expires every four years. 
with an option to hold just in case love doesn't grow cold? Let me go first. Oh, God. And I guarantee you, all of us are not going to agree on this one. And I guarantee you, I'm probably going to be on my, by myself on this. Hell yeah, I agree. A marriage license should be like a light driver's license, and you have to renew that joint every four years. Here's why I agree. Okay. I was about to ask you that for obvious reasons. <laughs> I agree that it should be that way because within four years of being with someone, every four, things change. Things don't stay the same. Agreed. And if you know that you have four years to deal with this and try to get it right, if you don't get it right, you don't have to go through the process of a divorce. You don't have to spend that unnecessary money just to detach from that person. It's You just let that driver's license expire. Like I mean, your the marriage license expire like your driver's license and keep it pushing. That's my personal opinion. It's 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 that safety net that you don't necessarily get when you get married, because yeah, there's divorce, but even divorce is just as a, much of a headache as that you that you as as you going through issues that you are going through in your marriage that led to the divorce, you know, and then some people just need a reality check. Four years, you stand in front of somebody else, you know, whoever you need to stand in front of. And they and, and it just shouldn't be you have to renew it. You have to ask, get asked questions. You should have to talk to a psychiatrist and make sure everything is copacetic in your marriage after four years. Anybody else um, want to talk about this before I go? <laughs> um, I I just want to say I, I actually that was my initial response is I agree. Not only that, it just it, it eliminates that whole dragging it dragging out the divorce element because we get some people who really want to drag out the divorce to be assholes. You know what I mean? So when that expiration date come up, you're like, you know what, deuces. It's it's it. This is it. This is it, motherfucker. So I agree, and when, and also with all that, giving those added tools every four years to, like, you know, give, like, an evaluation on your relationship, a chance to really, like, talk about some things that often get overlooked in relationships because you are with this person all day, every day. So I think it is healthy for you to have, like, some type of, you know, mental check-in with your relationship. Like, you know, we're coming up on our four years. Are we good? Is there anything we need to work on? You know what I mean? Do I need to give you some more head, or you know what I mean? Like, let's let's work this out. So the answer is I always agree. just to that question. Just for the just for the just for the record, ladies, that the answer to that question <laughs> is always yes. Always. If you have to ask that question, just immediately know you're not giving enough. Give some more. Just saying. Just saying. But the same thing goes for the fellas. If you have to ask her that question, you're not giving enough. I'm fair. Right. Goes both ways. Goes both ways. My thing is, if if a marriage license has to be renewed and all that, then that goes against the whole um, marriage. That's that's what I think because if marriage is for better or for worse, regardless of all the stuff that you go through. You know, you're if you're getting married to somebody, you're going in for the long haul. So why should the marriage license be 
kind of like an easy out if it doesn't if it doesn't work out or if you don't want to work at it. We're not saying the marriage license is an easy way out. It's just an easier process than going through the divorce. That's, right. that's the way I see it. Because I understand the whole spirituality of it, you know, the emotions and the mental connection and everything else. None of that changed. We're changing the legal process of marriage. Because right. we're just talking about the life license. We're not talking about everything that goes with marriage. We're strictly talking the license. If, For example, when you get a driver's license, do you ever plan on not driving? Okay, then. So what's wrong with marriage being the same way? When you get married, you don't ever plan on not being without that person. But if it so happens comes to that, you have a way that either you can make it work in this a lot of time or you have a, a way out, an easier way out than the, the, the pain, heartache, and the financial trouble, annoyance of going through a divorce. So if it has an expiration date and much like a driver's license, would it is there a suspension or anything like that or just or it just expires? I'd be okay with suspended, yeah. If you if you cheat so much, go to a lawyer, get that driver that marriage license suspended until proven that you are worthy for that license. If you can't prove it, guess what? You get your shit revoked. <laughs> okay. Bishop. <laughs> oh damn! Okay. Because <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Because I guess I'm looking at it from the standpoint of the vow that you take, and uh, mm, I think some people. Like in like anything, if, if 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 we were able to, if people were able to actually do this, like anything, somebody gonna find a way to abuse it, and just not, and and just because they can, just do it, you know, and bounce. So I don't know. I mean, you made your vow. I mean, but let's be honest. People vibe. find ways to abuse being ma- getting married. True. They do Green cards. Outside of green, green cards, money, financial gain, influence. There's marriage itself is not the way it was. Let's say twenty years ago, twenty thirty years ago. So I don't see anything wrong with changing the process. Again, I'm not changing what marriage is and what marriage stands for. I'm changing the legal process that you have to go through for getting married, for staying married. And for ending said marriage. That's all I'm changing. Not everything else that goes with it, just the legal procedures that are going with being. I'm just wondering, like, would it prevent people from getting divorced before the four years? Because I'm thinking, like, if you went into, like, a marriage, like, knowing that you're going to have to be married to this person for the next four years, it would kind of make people, you know, um, motive. A little more sincere. 
Nothing that I think there'll be a whole lot of exposure. I don't know. If, if their intentions are not right, if, if, if their intentions are not right, trust me, you got to think about that. That within that first year, like people are doing now, you know, they get married. Yeah. And within that first year, they're getting a divorce. Think about if yeah. it was like that, that you could not divorce until the fourth or separate until the four years were up. It, it would expose I think that would a be lot a good of children. I think it would be because right. I think I, right. I mean it would expose if their that's what I'm saying if their intentions are not right prior to getting married it would expose that if they know they if they know they don't have a way of escape for four years yeah we institute this policy I guarantee you marriage will drop in within four years at least by the <laughs> divorce will be dropped at least. By fifty percent in four years. Marriages will probably drop too. I'd rather marriage drop and divorce rate drop than marriage get lowered but divorce rate goes up. I agree. Okay. Touche. Because I, I think it, it puts people in a mindset to really evaluate what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Why are you getting? Why are you getting married? Are you getting married because you yeah, actually it, be, want to be with really this person? Will, it'll definitely um, bring out the the real feelings and the real standings of of where people really stand when it comes to marriage. Because if I'm marrying somebody for a reason that isn't love. And I know I have to be stuck with them for four years. Four years is a long time right. to be together. Right. That's a long time. Especially to be with somebody that you don't love or care about. That's a long yeah. time to be attached to somebody. Yes. Because everything they do is going to annoy okay. you. The way they breathe, the way they chew. You know what I mean? Like, it's going to annoy you. <laughs> just their being. Just their being is like, going to annoy you. <laughs> The knowing, the fact that you exist is an irritant in my life. Pretty much. Okay, <laughs> next question. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's true. All right, next question reads, I normally don't date anyone I work with. Last October, I went against the grain. Now, by January, this guy was feeling me to the point was willing to make sacrifices of moving to another state, cohabitating families for both single parents and wanting a relationship already. Of course, with me getting out of a 40 relationship, I wasn't ready, but still had intentions on moving further with him. This past March, he started to act different. You know, the things girls don't like, short text messages, no cell phone calls, excuse me, no phone calls, seeing each other every blue moon. After finally talking decides he doesn't want to pursue a relationship anymore. But guess who all of a sudden wants to try? Me. So now the tables have turned and I'm not sure if I should continue to pursue him or just let it be. Things really aren't the same. What are your thoughts? Me personally, I think that in a relationship both people have to want it and both people have to work at it. And if one of those people isn't wanting to to work at it and move forward in the relationship, I don't think it's going to it's going to work. A square 
peg cannot fit in that round hole and you can't force it. So that's that's my two cents on it. Who's next? My way of looking at it is this. Excuse me. When he wanted to be a part of your life, when he wanted to have the whole relationship and y'all be a family and move in together and all this, I think she was, it wasn't just the four year thing, even the relationship that she just got out of thing, even though that played a big part. Yeah. She was frightened at the concept of maybe, just maybe this might work. So she wasn't ready for it. Now, fast forward, the shoes have flipped and I don't know if it's because she genuinely wants to be in a relationship with him or is it because now he doesn't want to be in a relationship with you? Personally, if obviously y'all can't get on the same accord according to y'all feelings. Move on and just leave it alone. My personal feelings. Anybody else would like to add to that? Does anybody else want to answer that? Yeah, I, I agreed. I think like if you're if you're at a point in any relationship where you know you're feeling like you're trying to force somebody into a relationship or plead a case or whatever with them as to why you know what I mean this should be happening, you should just walk away. <laughs> I just don't yeah. believe in forcing. Honestly, I don't think they've been. Yeah, because they they haven't been together long enough where, you know, they really invested too too much time, and I think they're you know she just came out of a four year relationship, he's not ready. I think they're just they're just on two different paths at this time. Maybe later if they if they come back to each other, maybe it could work, but at this point in time, I don't think that they should force it. Yeah, I, I think he just found some new booty or something. You know what I mean? Like, I think he just cool. How did I know? How did I know that was coming? I that was coming. <laughs> I kind of, I kind of saw that coming too, but I don't think, I don't think that's it. I don't, I really don't think that he found a new boo. I just think that he just uh, probably felt that she wasn't going to be ready for it for a while, and he didn't feel like necessarily having to. Uh, wait or just be wondering how long he was going to have to wait. The worst thing that you can go through when you're getting to know somebody and, you know, kind of sort of dating, because let's call let's be honest, they weren't necessarily dating, but but they were trying to, they were, they were trying to build mm-hmm. something, is uh-huh. knowing you feel one per, one way and the other person doesn't feel the exact same way, so you're trying to match at their speed and then eventually, it's a flip match their speed, but now they're at where you were. It's basically like a seesaw, and you're trying to uh-huh. get on the other side to the other person's seesaw, but all of a sudden, they're trying to get on your side now. If you can't get on the same accord, it's never going to work. Cat and not at all. Not, not at all. I mean, he just playing and simple. The brother just got tired of pursuing. I mean, it happens. After a while, if it looks like you're not getting anywhere, you stop. And on the fourth end, yeah, okay, now she feels what he wants though for her. <laughs> you don't pursue it. You leave it alone. Right. You know, right. And maybe maybe as Dolce D 
Diva said, so in fact, maybe later down the, later down the line, who knows? They might run back into each other and be on the same page. But you you never try to force a relationship when you're not on the same page with each other. You don't do that. That's a recipe right. for disaster. And so definitely, you just you leave it alone. Leave it be. And go about you know go about your life. Just move forward. Yep. Yeah. All, all right. Find a hobby. You know. Don't, don't learn how to crochet so. or something. She said find. Exactly. She said find a hobby. Find I can't. Hobby, okay. Yeah. <laughs> find, find a new recipe. You know what I mean? Learn a new meal or something. You feel me? Just move on. <laughs> all right. This next question. I know the guys are gonna go in on. Uh, so let's just. I have a feeling poetry is just gonna be like, "Ooh, me first. Okay. <laughs> All right. Me and my boyfriend. Yep, his hand is already up. <laughs> me and my boyfriend have been together almost two years. He knows I'm a tomboy and like to play fight. The thing is, it. Ooh, this isn't just, where did this? Okay, the thing is that I just smacked him. Wasn't trying to do it hard, but it happened. What do I do? He won't talk to me. He would rather leave. And right now, I'm to the point of giving up if he keeps acting like this because he knew I was this way when we first got together. And <laughs> just to mention a couple of comments before I hand, I hand over the mic, Jason Palmer said, I didn't see an apology anywhere. Somebody else said, uh, Asia said, I'm missing their apology too. Where does it say that to apologize profusely and about to grow the hell up? Poetry, go on in. Here's my problem with this whole question, quote unquote question. First of all, how do you know you didn't hurt him? Because women tend to not realize how hard they hit until somebody smacks them back in their mouth. We're hitting them hard. The problem in this is you're 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 trying to justify something that was wrong. You invaded his space. He didn't like it. And then not only do you try to justify it, you pretty much gave the equivalent of nigga man up in that question. <laughs> He's not wrong, and I'm not even saying I'm not even saying you are wrong. What the way you handled it was all the way wrong, and you're getting off easy tonight because I'm actually in a pretty good mood. But I'm, I'm in a good mood. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna rant tonight. Not tonight. I'm, okay. You're getting so she's getting off easy, but getting a pass. She, she's not getting a pass. She's getting nice poetry right now. Okay. You were definitely wrong in how you handled that. Understand it from his point of view. How would you feel if he just smacked you in your face while y'all was playing? I'm pretty sure you wouldn't like that. And and what if it was hard? I'm damn sure no, you're not going to like it. And just the fact that he, you invaded his space like that and he didn't appreciate it, and then your reaction to him not appreciating it, you you lucky if you still got a man. Because I don't know too many dudes that would, ha- that would deal with that. On that kind of level, because you not even kind of you question his manhood. Oh, I'm a tomboy. I play like this. Man up. Because again, that question was the equivalent of nigga man up. 
you need to go to him, talk, ha- sit down, have a conversation, ask him how he feels, why is he tripping? Not, you know, why we knew I was no, we don't want to hear that. Yeah, we knew you were a tomboy, but we didn't expect to get smacked in the mouth like his name was Rick James. <laughs> talk to him and clear the air. Now, if you don't want to talk to him, you don't, you don't have a boyfriend. Plain and simple. Okay. Bishop, what are your <sighs> thoughts on this? She done lost her cotton picking mind. You know, you know, you know, you don't do something like that. <laughs> you, you just, you just don't. And I mean, to not apologize and all that type of stuff. You was in the wrong, plain and simple. You was wrong. And to now feel some kind of way because he pretty much really don't want to be bothered with you. That's your fault. You're bad. You know, should have humbled yourself and apologized. Like, would an apology really have killed you in this situation? Even if you didn't all the way mean it. Would an apology have really killed you in this situation? Yeah. This this kind of reminds me a little bit of a situation I was in uh, years ago with uh, with an ex who I was in a relationship with at the time. Uh, he liked to play fight, and we were in the car, and I accidentally hit him in the face. He was kind of fake smacking me, and I didn't realize I was gonna smack him, and I didn't realize how hard I had smacked him, and he was upset with me. I personally apologized immediately. I was like, I'm really sorry. I didn't mean to hit you. Um, he was real mad and he was real salty at the time. Nobody likes to get smacked in the face. Who likes this? I don't know anybody unless you're, you're into that S&M stuff, that 50 grades of sh- shades of gray, purple, whatever it is shit. I don't know anybody that likes getting smacked in the face. Yeah, and even yeah. though I apologized, he was he was mad. And and you know, all you gotta do is you, ma'am, need to man up and apologize. If if you really care about your man and the relationship that you're in, apologize to the man because at the end of the day, it's it's a it's a respect thing. You need to to stop being such a foolish girl and grow up. And just see, look, babe, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to hit you. You know, just just do what you're supposed to do. Be be a grown up about it. And no more nigga man up questions. <laughs> Free. I just the first thing that stood out to me is the fact that she said that she's a tomboy. I mean, I grew up with mostly male cousins. You know what I mean? And I know any time that they were play fighting, if anybody made serious contact with the face shit got real. So she should yeah. know that, like, that's, like, first first rule. Like, if you hit me in my face, shit gets real. So you was just disrespectful on purpose because you hit your man in the face. Second of all, like, you you should be even happy that he's sitting up in your house looking at you upset anyway because most men would have just walked out the, off the door on your ass. 
Like this they bitch done lost the her mind. Hell like, out of her first, and then walk back. You lucky he ain't Two no sides of the story does not condone, condone shaking, smacking, or any of that violence. Just have to say that right now. Don't shake her. Walk away. I, I say, wait till she turn around and she walk away and pull a Randy Orton on her. RKO. Go to sleep. <laughs> and do what? Pull a Randy RKO. <laughs> really? Or hit her with the Stone Cold Stunner. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, let her, let, her, let her walk away. You know, think that she done done something and all that type of stuff. And then you run up and really? walk up on her. Turn really? her around. Then really? get to the mid-second. Move. Or oh, a rock bottom. This guy. You know, all over the suffice. You might even want to give her a last ride, depending on how big she is. This now, you got to be careful with the last ride, because you might like a certain part of that, and you might not finish it. So you got to be careful. I wouldn't recommend the last ride, because that leads to makeup stuff. I personally <laughs> would do the stunner. <laughs> now that you mentioned it, this is true. This is true. This guy. This guy. Okay. For anybody that's not knowing what we're talking about, just Google Undertaker Last Ride, and you'll understand what we're talking about. Exactly. Should we try that later? No. (laughs) Okay. All right. Moving on. Next question. She does everything for him. He is honest and upfront with her that he is not in love with her. She tries to do everything to pleasure him continuously, sex included. There are things about her he doesn't like and knows there will never be a future for them. He realizes and points out to his friends that because of these factors that it will be easier to end the relationship eventually on his terms. Is it wrong for him or anyone in a similar situation to continue the relationship when the other party keeps persisting? Answer the question. <laughs> um, I, 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 uh, ooh. I'm over here saying this question, and I'm getting distracted. Please I'm forgive getting us. Distracted. <laughs> it's, it's, she's a grown woman. Right? This, this, this is just like a grown woman, and she has consented to his terms, then that's just exactly what it is. You know what I mean? Like, it's like entering into the situation and you're like, you're going to give him the okie doke. Like, okay, we can just be friends, but I'm going to do all these things to convince you to change your mind about just being friends. It happens. So, stop that. No, 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 no. We are, we are not even starting a conversation. There is no friend zone. But, we had got a couple of shows without mentioning it. You know, I had to be that guy. <laughs> right. I it's have a, real mixed feelings on this question. Because part of me is like, I can't necessarily blame him because he's being upfront about it. It's her. But I can't necessarily blame her. I can, well, Let me rephrase that. I can't place all the blame on her because he knowingly is accepting this Knowing she doesn't feel the way that she feels. But she keeps, she still keeps doing it, though. But when do you put your foot down and stop being an asshole, a manipulative motherfucker, and say, you know what? I know you want to give me this, but I can't take this because I don't feel the same way about you. 
because she feels the more stuff she gives him, the more she'll break him down. And he knows uh-huh. that's not going to happen. So uh-huh. he has to take some of the blame for this. She definitely gets some blame for not realizing what's in front of her face, but her being, but him not being man enough or not even, not even man enough, not being good enough of a person to realize that he's taking advantage of, of her and he can, it will really hurt her more in the end as opposed to now if he continues to keep taking her stuff. Who stops the cycle? She's in love with him, so she's going to keep buying him stuff. He's not in love with her, and he keeps taking it. Who stops the cycle? She's not going to stop it, so it's up to him to stop it. We're responsible for our own lives. We have to stop the cycles ourselves. Come on, man. If you're not being treated the way that you want to be treated, I mean, move on. But if you yeah. want to sit here and try to, you know, convince somebody. I mean, I understand that. Don't get me wrong. I understand that you have to stop the cycle yourself, but sometimes you need somebody to protect you from yourself. Yep. He gave her a warning. He, he, he threw out the red flag from the get-go, like, hey, you know, I ain't really fucking with you like that. So, but if you're so if you I pull out a gun. If you if, so if I pull out a gun. Head, and say, I'm about to shoot you, and you continue to stand there, that excuse me shooting you? Hey, I gave you, I gave you it, time it, to run. That, <laughs> and I'll still be in jail. But, but, but. This is, so one of our, one of our um, forum members said, if he knows he doesn't feel like, like that about her, then he needs to cut her loose before she falls deeper. She was in a similar. She was in a similar situation with her ex. He told her he wasn't in love with her, um, but she still lingered around and backed all the way off. It will hurt her more by going through years of tormenting, trying to please someone who doesn't want to be pleased. And yes, that's true. She she this this young lady needs to really uh, get a grip, and he really needs to be completely honest and be like, look. I know that you are doing this and you really need to, you need to stop because I'm, this is not going to change the way that I feel. Go ahead, Bishop. I mean, yeah, he put it out there and um, let it be known what it was. And as some people do, because it's some brothers that do it too, that sit at there and think, oh, you know, if I buy her this or if I buy her that, you know, I change her mind and you know, say that she'll give me and she'll give me a shot because that's what they want so bad. And not realizing the only thing you're simply doing is is basically what she's done, put herself in a position to be taken advantage of. I told you what it is. You've ignored that because of what you want. So you're telling yourself. I'm not telling you this. I'm not telling you. If you buy me this or if you buy me that, like, hey, you know, I mean, we can work something out. Now, as has been stated, he's at fault, too, because he knows he don't feel nothing for her. And he knows that she's buying these gifts in an attempt to get his heart in a way. 
to get to, to, to pretty much get him. No. Stop. Stop accepting his gifts. Have some integrity. Because you know you don't feel the same way. And you know she ain't doing this and just because you're all friends. So uh, let me go ahead. I'm going to buy this for you, you know, because you're my, you're my friend, you know. No, you're my ace. No, ain't none of that. You know why she's doing it. So since you know why she's doing it, and you see, and you know she's not going to stop, like that's what you said. He has to be the one to stop. Well, this is true. Okay. Advice needed. I have been divorced for a few years and have been seeing a wonderful man off and on. He is caring and giving, but when things start to look like a relationship is forming, he pulls back for a few weeks or months, and then we start to get close again. I am very attracted to this man, but I'm ready for something more than hanging out. Should I give up or give it time? Ma'am, you need to give up. Because obviously this has been going on for a while because it's, it's not just weeks. He does. He he goes back, like he 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 disappears for weeks and months at a time. Give it up. Leave him alone. He does. He's not ready for a relationship. You just answered your own damn question. Stop it. Who's next? <laughs> I'm going to break guy code, and I'm going to admit something Wait, on what? on 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 the air that will probably get me a whole lot of hate mail. Um, if a guy does not contact you. Within realistically four or five days, he's never going to contact you. He will never contact you. If a guy does contact you and you haven't heard from him in two weeks plus, you ain't nowhere near even the side chick. The side chick can at least get two weeks. You ain't even on the radar. Move on. Just, just, Just move on. But but generally, a dude that likes you will get in contact with you within a day. Uh-huh. Within a day, you'll get in contact with you. If a dude that yep. just kind of sort of likes you, maybe four or five days. But if it takes a dude more than a week to get in contact with you, you ain't even a side chick. I'm afraid you're not. I mean, which which no female should inspire to be anyway. But still, <laughs> no, you're not you're not even you're not even nowhere near close to a promotion to be a side chick. <laughs> so leave it alone. Leave it alone. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Save yourself Got time because you, obviously you spent a lot. She said weeks and months. Yeah, months. You gotta put an APB on, out on somebody after a month. You got to call the police. You got to check the morgues and hospitals and every, a month. I don't see how she did it. Back in my single days, three days, you might as well raise my number. Yeah. Because I damn what, sure raised yours. That's what's baffling to me. It's like, why are you still available after weeks or months of not talking like you obviously were trying to reach out to him, so you you know like you felt some type of way when he was not replying to you for a week, a month, two months. That's just bananas to me. Like most of the time, I you go be on one of these funny text sites. 
she gonna be on one of these funny text sites with the crazy ex or the crazy girl that I want to let go with all her messages from a month on as a screenshot. Watch. <laughs> she gonna be on. She gonna be on Snap. <laughs> Double. If it, like It'll I said, you, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm still flabbergasted at months. I don't. You have the yeah. patience of a Buddha master, because <laughs> I can't see myself doing any waiting any for anything for months. months. He don't look that damn good. He don't look that damn good. <laughs> you have I the patience of Gandhi, and. I, I just I just don't know how you did it. He must be eating her out every time he sees her. Man, head even must that doesn't get he you much. Oh, 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 hold on, hold on, months ago. Fire ass. Even that doesn't. Let's not spread spread these fallacies. Okay, that doesn't even get much. I I hate to say this. 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She still want to give him two time. I don't think it has anything to do with. Sexual. She's been nope. officially, thoroughly mind fucked. She's been thoroughly mind fucked. That is the only answer. She has been thoroughly grade A 100% mind fucked. Yeah. I just want to know, like, has she been like the ugly little redheaded stepchild her whole life? Is that why she's so captivated you know by the this thing? The funniest thing is, I, I guarantee you she's attractive. She probably is. I guarantee you she's attractive. I, just, I she's have been never been fucked. caught up on looks. I have never been caught up on somebody's looks that hard. Like, I have seen some men who look good. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, for you, you're, you're, you're a special case. So. I'm, I- ignore you me have for a, a week if you want to. <laughs> Ignore me for a week. You have a whole I promise you won't hear from me ever again. I promise. <laughs> I, you, I, you will get you the who is this tank. But, 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 but see, here's the thing, though, know, with you, Free. You, you take a while to respond, period. So, I mean, a brother I, I, don't really wouldn't. I, uh-uh. I'm busy. I be and doing then, a lot. See, see, busy, see, see. So he might be busy, too. He might be busy, too. Too much. I'm sorry. I mean, much I cannot condone. I can't. Even, no, I talk about much now. As a no, man, no, I can't. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody that busy. Ain't nobody that busy. Uh, listen. No. At the end of the day, let's say it like this: You make time for who you want to make time for. Period. Point blank. Yeah. And those that you don't want to make You're time for, you don't make time for. She's that filler mm. chick that you when you're in between. When people that you want to deal with, they can't get get you can't get in contact with them, or they're busy. She's that filler chick. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. and she's allowing herself to be just that a filler. <laughs> yeah, she better get her life That's together. <laughs> Move the fuck on. I, I mean, some of these from the, the was... perspective that a lot of these questions we've answered so far tonight. It's some, it's some, some of these people need to learn. Learn, learn how to love yourself first. God, learn yeah. how to love yourself yeah. first. That's what you're so, supposed to do. You can't love anyone else before, unless you learn to love your, your damn self. Right. Okay. Right. Stop, stop. Next question. Jesus. Help. All right. 
okay, this is a this is a picture question that uh poetry shared. And we're bringing it up because it, it says it, it says the following Friends with benefits. That 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 what are the rules? There we go. Give it to me. Oh really? <laughs> I bet you jumped up. So I need to break stuff down for the peoples that are calling themselves friends with benefits and they not really friends with benefits. Please understand there is a difference from a fuck buddy and a friend with a benefit. Let me tell you the general difference. A that in a side piece, right? Side piece, that's a whole nother discussion I don't have time for. What? Okay. Friends with benefits <laughs> and a fuck buddy. There is a com- complete difference. With a F buddy, because I can't, I got to remember I have a son in here. With an F buddy, you this is strictly somebody you hit up in the hours of twelve to four. I say four because they have to be out the door by five. Twelve a.m. and four a.m. Just to clarify that, and it is strictly for sex. No conversation. No, how was your day? No caring about what if, if they walk if they just got hit by a car. They are strictly there for sex. That is completely it. Now, a friend with benefits is a completely different story. This is somebody that you may know, somebody that you grew up with or whatever, somebody that you actually like spending time with, but y'all have a complete understanding that y'all have a sexual relationship that is not attached to that. And at any given time, that sexual relationship can be canceled, but you will still be friends. That is the difference between a friend with benefit and a F buddy. So I just had to get that out there before we even get to the rules. The rules are, if you are a friend with benefits, rule number one, you do not let your sexual relationship interfere with your platonic relationship. And I know that sounds crazy. You you have to check both. Don't catch feelings. <laughs> Technically, I wasn't saying that. Okay. But you, you just don't let the two inter, intermix. Rule number two, you don't catch feelings. You catch a cold, you catch a ball, but you don't catch feelings. Catch a bus. Catch a bus, but you cannot <laughs> catch feelings. As soon as you catch feelings, you are in immediate dismissal of the whole friends with benefits situation. Because now you're no longer just, you're you're not even friends anymore. Because that gets awkward. Very awkward. So don't catch feelings. Rule number three. Never, ever talk about what you two do with anybody. And when I say anybody, I mean anybody but God. The funny thing is that was my number one. (laughs) I've said these rules and that was my number one. It's funny that this is his number three. That was my number one. And number four, to be an effective friend with benefits. Anything is up for discussion. Not saying you're going to do everything, but anything is up for discussion. No one wants a shy, boring friend with benefits. Everything is up for at least discussion. If you follow those four rules, you can have a great friends with beneficial relationship. (laughs) 
I mean, for me, um, this is this is a situation, and if if you are if you have read my comment on this on this particular um, on this particular um, post in the forum, don't confuse this with a with a side piece because a couple of people were confusing the friends with benefits uh, with side piece category. It is it is completely different, and. What I said was this: this is this is also going to depend on the d- dynamic of your friendship, because not all friends are meant to be in the friends with benefits category or are prepared for it. Uh, it seems, um, you know, that like I was saying that some people misconstrue it, so I had to break it down because because of my, you know, speak, I'm speaking from past experience. It's it's possible to have benefits with a friend without it getting ugly, messy, or awkward. But both of you really have to be on the same page, like poetry was saying. So, you know, both of you have to be comfortable with it. Otherwise, it ain't going to work. So, who else wants to talk about this? Can I can I help people clear up the difference of your friend with benefits and your side chick? Just real quick. Please, please, if go she, ahead. It's... It, it, if it's a friend with benefits, this means this is first your friend, which means that this is first a presentable right. relationship to present in public places, right? Because right. it's your friend, right. right? And you guys are exclusively right. enjoying the benefits of the sexual nature between you two, okay? Your side chick yeah. is on the side, which means you hide your side chick, which means you, you hide your hoe. So there right. is the difference in between your friend with benefits and your side chick. She's on the side, you hide your hoe, okay? Two different things. <laughs> Two different right, things. exactly. It's levels. It's levels to this shit out here. It's levels to it. Exactly. Let's respect the whole friends with benefits thing because it can be a positive relationship shared between the mutual friends, you know what I mean? It can be a positive thing. I've never, you know, it's always been some type of negative fallout with a side chick. I haven't seen a very good story come of these things. But, um, yeah, I just pretty much, you can't, my, my rule is you can't be trying to upgrade. When you come to me and you you propose a friend with benefits type of relationship, then that's what I'm taking it for. You know what I mean? I, I feel like you kind of like taking yourself off the higher level and settled on a lower platform. So if you want to be down here with the friend with benefits, then that's where we're at. Don't try to come and, you know, like, you know, I got feelings for you or I felt some type of way when I seen somebody comment on your Facebook type shit and then want to try to upgrade your status when I've now became cool with the level of where we're at. You know what I mean? So... That's just my take on it. That's my take. <laughs> oh, um, as far as the upgrading thing, I think there's nothing wrong with wanting to upgrade, but it has to be something that is discussed mutually with each other. Mutual. The minute one person talks Mutual. about an upgrade and the other person ain't with it, that that that's that's it. Yeah. Yeah. 
what I mean? And if you are in a friends with benefits situation and you meet somebody and the some the person that you meet with you you feel like it's gonna go somewhere uh, that it's gonna move along, let your FWB know that you are you know that you met somebody and that you're getting into a deeper relationship and that you know the goods are off limits. Definitely keeping keeping that line of communication as far as when the sexual relationship is over is very important. Yeah. Because you don't want to get caught in a situation where they're thinking it's still going on, and you get that late night text, and you're the person you're getting you're trying to get into an actual relationship with is right next to you, and you have to grab your phone. That won't be a good that won't be a good setup because nobody should be texting you late at night. Like one, two, three o'clock in the morning. Wow. So, Bishop, do you have anything to speak on in reference to the friends with benefits situation? I don't. I don't. I, just like I don't believe in the friend zone. I don't believe in friends with benefits. <laughs> okay. All right. So. Um, uh. Uh-uh. He ain't touching this one. All right. <laughs> it's because at the end of the day, I haven't seen a friends with benefits situation end well. I, I just, I just haven't. Somebody along the line caught feeling. So, no. Uh, <laughs> I was, I've been in that in, in this situation actually. I was in this in this situation for a while, and for for me, we were very clear. The lines were clearly drawn. And, you know, if he met somebody that he was digging and was feeling, you know, that they wanted to, you know, that he wanted to be in a relationship with, you know, hey, it, it is what it is. And that's what we agreed upon. And, you know, moved on. And the same one for me. If I met somebody that I wanted to talk to and wanted to deal with, he was, you know, respectful and was like, all right, I'm going I'm to leave it alone. So it, it, it definitely is possible. It's just that both people have to be mature enough. To actually be on the same page and actually stick to the rules of said engagement, and that's think, the problem. That somebody catches feelings and and they they mix them. They they don't see it as what it is. It's just getting you know your your needs met by that person, but still being friends with them. I think uh, people just need to be honest when when it changes, because that's kind of right. like how my friend benefits situations ended. You know, what I mean, it was like, okay, well, you know what, I'm I'm feeling you a little bit more now. You want to try, you know, being together or taking this, you know, seriously. Uh, you know, I'm I'm kind of cool on a relationship right now. Um, All right, well, you know, right. then I'm just going, you know, I'm gonna leave you alone then, because. That's not what I want anymore. I think people just need to be honest when shit is different and stop trying to carry on in, in this in this fashion like, oh, well, it's cool then, because it's not cool. You know what I mean? You want to be with a person that don't want to be with you, and now you're trying to have sex with a person that doesn't want to be with you. So just, just know when to cut the shit short. <laughs> know when it's over. I say you want to cut it short? Don't Don't put yourself in that situation. And at the end of the day, know yourself. Know yourself. 
stop, to avoid getting in a situation that you know is not going to work out for you in the end is to know yourself and avoid that situation. If you know that you are the type of individual that when you cross that line with someone, your feelings get involved, don't put yourself in that situation. Don't even talk yourself into believing you can handle that situation because the truth of the matter is you cannot. Don't do it. And you know who I find have more more trouble with this than anybody? And it's going to probably surprise some people. I I think men have more trouble with that than women. And it's and, and I, it, I, I didn't used to think like that until I started seeing dudes catching a whole lot of feelings <laughs> in these situations. Butter, and then they posting up crazy stuff on Facebook. I'm like, yo, these dudes don't really know what they get themselves into before they get into these situations. Bruh, They're they thinking it's a, a full-blown relationship. They they, they're thinking it's a full-blown relationship. And meanwhile, old girl is just happy she got her rocks off. You have exactly. to be on both on both sides. You have to understand what you are fully getting into: the good, the bad, the ugly. You have to be prepared for it all. But we're going to move on. And I, yeah, okay. Next question reads as follows: Generally, a man knows, but most women cannot easily. That excuse me. Generally, a man knows that most women cannot easily let him go once they are attached. So he works hard to build the attachment, then lets the chips fall where they may. He says she can leave if she does not get what he what she wants from him, but he knows she may struggle. He enjoys that struggle. Agree or disagree? Disagree. Who the f- First of all, it is complete utter bullshit. That a woman will cannot easily leave when they are attached, because just as easily they can as they can get attached, they can get unattached. All you most dudes don't realize you're two moves away from being on the other side of that door, and the locks are changed. <laughs> yep. So it's complete utter BS that it, men think that once they get a woman attached, that's a wrap. They are. In all day, no. What you are, I, I feel this way about any relationship. What you are willing to do to get them, you have to be willing to do to keep them. So if you think that she's that once you build up this attachment, that she's going to struggle and she's going to stick around to see if she can tough it out, I got some bad news for you. <laughs> so I disagree fully with this statement. I'm with you on that one, L. Bishop. Oh yeah, idiot would would agree with something like this. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I, I think for, for us, I I'm with it. I think for us, once we get fed up with the BS and you know with the stupidity of whatever it is that we're dealing in that relationship, when we reach that breaking point, it's like you know what. I'm tired of all this bull crap, so you gone. And either what you know, either we dip or we push up, push them out. Now, to be fair, some women's threshold for BS is a lot higher than others. But let's not generalize this as if once a woman gets attached, she's not going anywhere. 
oh, she'll be gone quicker than you can spell your first name, even if it's short. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. There was a, a wonderful okay. song that came out in the 90s, and it was called uh, When a Woman's Fed Up. And it doesn't matter when she reached that point. She, A woman will reach that point when she's fed up with a man. And the thing about women is that we're planners. So she'll have your whole home packed up while you're away at work, and you'll come home to nothing. Right. <laughs> <Great. laughs> you better, you better be careful. <laughs> and she, and, and, you know, if she puts if she puts herself in boxes, she's nice. Um, <laughs> if she puts herself in bags, she's not as nice, but she's nice enough to put yourself in bags. But if your stuff is just thrown out with, you know, all strewn across, you know, the outside of the dwelling place, then you know. It, it, it it's a totally different story. Okay. <laughs> so this question is for us women. How does growing up without a father affect a woman? What relationship problems is she likely to experience? Issues with self-image, etc. Hashtag daddy issues. Free, do you want to take this or do you want me to answer first? Um... Oh, I'll go ahead. I'll go ahead. I I grew up without my father. I mean, he was he was long distance, so we had some verbal contact, but we are we're not really close. You know what I mean? I know of a person I can call to send me money. I really don't have like a relationship with him now. I I know of him and I appreciate him. You know giving some sort of support in my life. But I will say as a little girl growing up without a physical father in the home, you know what I mean, seeing daddy every day, yeah, you know, I I I would say like most girls do have some type of emotional, you know, issue to deal with on some type of level. Some more extreme than others because we're all different. We all learn to deal with our own personal issues differently. So I wouldn't I wouldn't automatically cast it like cuz I don't know when I hear people say daddy issues I I hear so much like negative stigma attached to it and for me it it I felt like it helped like build me as a woman for when I was dating and wanting looking for a certain type of man to be with, I wanted a certain type of man that was going to be a father who was going to stick around. So I don't know. But, yeah, there's definitely women dealing with um, growing up without a father and on some type of level. It's definitely an issue. Yeah, I um, I grew up without my dad being around all the time. Um and I think because of that, um, I've had issues in my relationship as far as what a woman should be treated like by a man because I, you know, I didn't have that that relationship. I think um, it's it's really important if you have 
children, um, especially with 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 little girls, if if you have a special bond and relationship with with your daughter, you you want to teach her what you know what the standard should be um, for the way that she is treated, what she uh, is, what's not okay, and it, it it's really difficult to kind of um you know even when there's there's um an argument between a couple it you know for me sometimes it's like okay i don't know i we have that communication but it's not to the point of our lines of, of communication are so open that i can go to him and be like hey dad you, you know i what are, what what is your opinion and how i should deal with this um with this particular situation so it it does cause um, some, uh, I guess, doubts, and you know, sometimes we don't really know. I don't really know how to necessarily um, approach a situation because I didn't have him um, growing up. It, we've, we're kind of trying to mend fences now that I'm older, and because you know, I I now have a son, and I'm married, um, so he's around a little bit more, and he, you know, we 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 talk, but it's not as you know, we weren't, we, I didn't grow up with him, so we are not as close as I would like us to be. So it's just, um, it does bring some issues into relationships. Sometimes we can be very, um, what's the word, um, and unsure of, you know, how to handle things in a, in a, in a relationship um, in, in certain situations. So that there is a cause for a little bit of, you know, the hashtag daddy issues. But, um, you know, moving forward, well, we're going to go to the next question. We have about 15 minutes left, so we have time for a couple of more questions. All right, it reads as follows. So... I was pondering this. I've known a few couples that already live together. Some already have kids. Decide to get married, and during their engagement for X months before the wedding, they decide not to have sex until after the wedding. Do you think there is a point to this? Isn't the original principle not to have sex with your mate, period, until marriage? If you choose not to live by that principle, what is the point of waiting three months or so to have sex after you've been having sex the whole relationship? Doesn't make any sense to me. Three months, really? Doesn't make no sense to me. It's a waste of time. That's three months of sex. We, we, we if, here, here, let's not fake front like three months makes a big difference. Well, we're going to wait three months before we get married to stop having sex, and then we can start having sex again. Really, I, I love my wife. <laughs> If she would have came at me with that conversation, I'd have laughed her out the room. Because let's not fake front like we weren't fornicating before. But three months is going to make a difference. Yeah, three months is going to make a world of difference. No, either you don't have sex with your big period before y'all get married, or if you're having sex, you might as well continue. Three months won't help you get closer to the pearly gate. Uh, 
heard some deep sign in the background. I, I don't know, Bishop. It sounds like the Bishop has a lot to say in reference to this. He just... My thing is this. If you're going to stop, make sure you're doing it for the right reasons. And my thing is this. Yeah, three months right before you're both getting ready to say I do, um... Uh, I mean, that's Just not going to make a whole lot of sense. That's not going to make a whole lot of sense to anybody. Um, again, you're going you're gonna to call yourself one to do it right, do it right before the eyes of God and all that type of stuff. And that means since that's in the moment you get into a relationship, don't do it. Period. Yeah. Are you going to be tempted to? Yes. Yes. Heck yeah. I'm not going to sit there and lie to you and tell you that you won't. That's a lie. You will. It's going to take some self-control and all that type of stuff. But... If you doing everything up under the sun prior to actually saying I do, then you just sit there and say, well, you know, let's hold out. Let's just wait until we get married three months from now, and then we'll start back again. That defeats the purpose. You're going to do it right, do it right from the beginning. And let me say, I I don't think – let me rephrase that. You didn't even think. I know for a fact it doesn't have anything to do with a man not being able to hold out for three months because I know there are some women that will come out and be like, oh, well, you can't wait three months. It's not the fact that we can't wait three months. What sense does it make to wait three months? If you can give me a legitimate reason other than the fact of doing it right because we've been doing it wrong for so long, give me another reason other than that. If you can't, it makes absolutely no sense. Again, if we were going to do it right, we should have done, done it right from the beginning, like Bishop said, and just not had sex. Period. Mm-hmm. Three months ain't going to make a difference. you going to be frustrated. I'm going to be definitely frustrated. And the, it, 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 by the time it gets close to the wedding day, somebody might get hurt. Just So, yeah. Um, I don't, <clears throat> I mean, me personally, I mean, I, I see no reason in, you know, feeling like you got to hold out, but I mean, I do understand the whole, you know, well, let's, let's just hold out until we get married. I mean, people want to feel like they're, you know, they're having that anticipation that, you know, that want again, you know, like, oh, I can't wait to be you know, give you the business. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I kind of... Just give me the business. Why? It's because it's like you're just, you're giving yourself a time limit to hold out. Just to hold out. What what difference does it make? If you hold out three more months, it is not going to make a difference. Because the, the the question, I can understand that, that honestly, which I, I get what you're saying, and I understand that. Most people aren't saying it, you know, I want to re, I want to rekindle that, you know, first time again. They're not saying that. If they were saying that, I'd be a little bit more inclined to agree with waiting three months. Most people are like, and let's I know do some, it right. I know sometimes, like, when you go, you know, when you're planning your wedding or whatever, and, you know, you go to your pastor for whatever, you know, like your premarital counseling or whatever it is people do, um, they suggest that you guys not have sex until you get married. 
So, I mean, I know that's and happening. That's when I look time. at my past and be like, um, is there an utter alternative? Because <laughs> I can't make that kind of promise. Because I know I got to go home. <laughs> and if she puts on the boy shorts, I can't guarantee you I'm going to keep that promise. So, is there another alternative? <laughs> we need some options here. But, yeah. Yeah, I understand it, but, I mean, it's not something that I would necessarily want to, you know, not only put my mate through, but put myself through because I know I want to hit that again. Like, maybe, like, the week before, just to build up a little anticipation, but three months? Nah. Nah, not three months. Mm-mm. No, can't do it. And we live together, and we sleep in the same bed? Mm, not likely. Not likely. Personally, I I'm like just saying, to be like, yeah, I'm a, lot of, a lot of things take place <laughs> in the middle of the night. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Don't, don't. Uh uh-uh. uh. What did you say? I said, I was just saying, because we said, you know, we live together. Yeah, a lot of things happen in the middle of the night. It's just saying, you know, so. Again, if you're gonna Pretty do much. it, do it right from the do it right from the gate. And I'm not saying the simple fact that we ain't all made some mistakes and realized the mistakes we made and want to correct them and do right. I'm not saying that at all. But again, if your sole purpose for doing so is not to do what is right, then you're defeating the purpose. That's why I need options. I'm sorry. That, I'm, I'm, if, if that conversation comes up with my pastor, I'm going to look him dead in the eye. Um, I need options. Let's take that <laughs> off the table. That ain't even on the table anymore. Let's forget this cover, that part of the conversation ever happened. What else you got? <laughs> you got nothing else? I need to get, I need, it's time for us to go there. It's time. We ain't got nothing else to talk about. We ain't got nothing else to talk about. I'm sorry. We just ain't got nothing else to talk about. Sorry, not sorry. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, We have about six minutes left, so I think this is going to be the last. I I know this is going to be the last question of the night. Um, My question is, I'm 37. I'm not necessarily looking for a relationship, but I found someone I like and would like to get to know better and get closer to. The only problem is he is very involved in his career and children and doesn't have time to develop with me right now. He hasn't said that, but it's evident. How do I keep myself open to him for when the time is opportune? I don't want to seem clingy because I'm not, but I don't want him to think I'm not interested because I definitely am. I didn't want to tell him I was so interested because I don't want to scare him off. What should I do? I'd love a man's perspective. And you came to the right place. Stop overthinking. This is a prime example of overthinking everything. Just read the question. She contradicts herself after saying something. You are literally over. He doesn't have time for you. If he is trying his best to make time for you, and I'm telling you from a man with experience, I have a family. I work. It's not easy. But if he's trying and he has not vocalized to you, that he does not have the time to be, for you for you to be a part of his life and be in a relationship with you. 
stop overthinking. Because that is exactly what you are doing. You are overthinking everything. It, I guarantee you, you are on 100. He's probably on three. Stop overthinking. Bishop? <laughs> I think my brother said it best. Stop overthinking. You hurt yourself when you do. And you run your, and you run yourself ragged. No, uh-uh, uh-uh. Don't do it. Okay, I think that's that about does it for tonight's show. I think we we we've answered a lot of questions. You've gone and a couple of us have ranted. Um, yeah. Uh, so each and every Friday night we come together and we answer all of these questions. Um, some are great, some are crazy, some are stupid. Um, but every Friday night, 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, and the amazing poetry, the Bishop, Eddie Kang, and of course, for me and myself, Dulce Diva. And so I'm going to hand the phone over to Poetry so he can take us out. You sound like you were having technical difficulties. Because I was thinking a lot. Okay. You see, overthinking. Anyway, every Friday, 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, catch the whole his and hers crew as we break down all your questions from a funny, real-life, intellectual an honest perspective. On Mondays, we are going to bring back the Hangout. It's going to be 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time for your movies, your anime, your games, your TV shows, entertainment, you name it, we got it. On Tuesdays, catch TSOTS interviews. I am still in the process of working on getting another guest. So once I've got that information, you guys will find out. But this is where I interview models, actors, writers, bloggers, whatever, comedians. Tonight, that's going to be 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. Wednesdays, the Skybox, 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. Check the whole Skybox crew, Chills, DC's People's Champ, I'm Enjoy, and we have some guest hosts that sometimes stop through, giving you all your sports news, everything from hockey to golf to football, and everything in between. Again, 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. On Thursdays, the mic check, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, giving you the latest in underground and mainstream music, everything from bluegrass to rock. It's on the mic check. You can check us out on Facebook, www.facebook.com slash TSOTS with the official fan page. Check for all of our forums. TSOTS Presents is going to be at the beginning of all of them. It's the Hangout, it's the Skybox, and it's Collective Insights and Mic Check. Put TSOTS Presents and find all your favorite forms there. Check out the website, www.twosidesofthestory.com. Also, download the official TSOTS app. Take us with you wherever you go. It's available on Android, Apple, Amazon, and BlackBerry devices. Get them now. Get them while it's hot. Basically, Google Two Sides of the Story Productions, we are everywhere. We are going to be in the process of revamping some things with the channel, the app, a little bit of everything. So be on the lookout for that. We'll let you know when the new and improved TSOTS Productions comes out. And we are going to go out on some – oh, and I, I forgot to do this. This is my fault. 
I, I've stopped doing this, but I need to start doing this again. Thank you, every single last person that listens to this archive, that listens to us live, that sends in questions. Without you guys, we are nothing. And that is from the bottom of our heart. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you to all of our supporters. All right. And we are going to leave out on some good loving from Ludacris. Have a great weekend. Deuces. Have a good weekend. See you next Friday. Good night. I keep dwelling on the past, babe. Know what I need, yeah. Yeah. I need some real good loving. Cause I'm troubled by the things that I Oh, oh, oh.